Episode seven. Welcome. Firstly, <laughs> this episode is actually a week late. And initially, when I realized this mid last week, I was really quite disappointed in myself. I was uh, really nervous about starting the podcast because in the back of my mind, I was like, man, how on earth am I going to come up with content every episode and be consistent with posting regularly alongside all of the other social media platforms, email marketing, and even just being an EP and helping people uh, with actual consults. So yeah, I was really nervous about it. I personally find consistency with content creation and posting to be like really draining. And I often find myself like weaving in and out of motivation with how often I post and what I post. And in all honesty, sometimes it's just like way too much energy is wasted on this. Um, However, I initially set myself the goal of showing up for the podcast every fortnight. Um, That was a realistic timeline for me in terms of like commitment and not making something so difficult that it seemed impossible. So I just gave up. So when I realized I missed the due date for the next episode, I was like, man, I've already failed. It's not even episode seven. I can't even be consistent with this. Anyway, but here we are. Normally at times I just like dwindle away into the midst of like darkness with the creation of the content and posting and it would be nothing. So I'm secretly patting myself on the back for this because here we are showing up, even though we're a little bit late, jumping back on the bandwagon. So yeah secretly proud of myself. (laughs) On that note though, if you find this episode helpful and you like it, or you're really enjoying the podcast, please share this on your social media. Tag me in it at School of Women's Health. I absolutely love it when you share the podcast. It really, really helps me see um, what you enjoy and what you find helpful. Um, Podcasting is actually quite a funny content creation because you really don't know who's listening or um, you don't even know if the person on the other end is even enjoying it. Like it's not like a webinar or something with video content where, or even like posting where you can see people interacting with it. Um, So I'm literally like sitting here by myself recording and hoping you are actually enjoying this. So yeah, when you share it on your socials, I'm like, oh, okay, that was a good episode. They liked it or that's helpful, or if you don't like it, that's boring, let me know because I can change content, although I'm going to post it anyway. But anyway, it's helpful. So please share. A little bit of an update, what's going on for me in the background. It's the final month of the mentorship program, and I absolutely cannot believe uh, we're already here. I kicked this off in May, and I was thinking six months is so long, but we're already here. I can't believe it's already over almost over. Anyway, this month we're actually um, talking a lot about hormones, women's health and hormones and how it's specific to pelvic floor health, along with a few other random other women's health issues thrown in the mix. It's a bit of a mixed month um, to finish off everything. But um, after chatting with a couple of the ladies in the mentorship program, there's some new ideas being thrown around in place for the future of the mentorship um, and School of Women's Health in general. So Super exciting. Stay tuned. I am looking at keeping you all posted, I guess, in the upcoming months. So stay tuned on the socials um, and next year.
I am also inside a group business program at the moment, which is covering a lot of content about designing a business model that suits you and your needs versus doing what everyone else is doing, thinking that's the only really way to be successful. Um, and this has actually been so so insightful and interesting. Um, there's so much more I want to talk on about that, but that's another day. Um, and what else was going on? Oh, yes. Last week was week one of my 12-week program for my one-on-one clients. And I was really busy with going through applications and jumping on discovery calls to get the ladies enrolled in that program. Probably why I actually forgot about the podcast, but um, I wanted to chat about the transition into that 12-week program in terms of the service um, behind my business. So the last two episodes, I have been uh, talking about designing a service that helps foster commitment from clients and how you can develop a phased treatment protocol to actually do this. But today, I wanted to talk about the idea that um, there are no rules in business. Now, you've probably already heard that before. I'm going to explain a little bit more. This is going to be mostly interesting to anyone who works for themselves. However, there is definitely a little bit of relevance for you if you do uh, have an employer or maybe you're a little bit more flexible with your work and or maybe you're even thinking about starting a little side hustle or wanting to go out on your own. And this could be something that maybe you just have in the back of your head forward later down the track. I haven't always run the virtual clinic through a structured program approach um, in terms of my 12-week program. Initially, when I started... Um, I mean, like even my general, like before the virtual clinic, when I was face to face, I started by basically just signing up everyone um, to consult work and space sessions out, space sessions out, depending on um, what their individual circumstances were. So like if they couldn't afford regular sessions, I'd space them out a little bit more and be a bit more accommodating for that. Or if they maybe only had two EP sessions, I'd make them like be really useful and get the most out of them or maybe they wanted to spend more time on exercises and just generally space things out a little bit more or maybe they actually needed more accountability and they wanted to see me weekly or twice weekly for that matter and actually do more like personal training it was basically like a whole bunch of everything and felt quite traditional in how most clinics work from what I had previously seen there's a lot of variation out there now but it was very typical of what I had previously worked in. Um, I find when you are new to business, you almost just follow the footsteps of what is typically done in your industry. Whether it is like in a sense of the service structure or the pricing structure, it might even be the typical working hours and the days that you work and even maybe how you even like give people their programs. Um, I was actually really quite nervous to step outside those industry norms. Initially, I was like, a bit fearful of being judged by both clientele who might not really like the way I was doing something in comparison to maybe other people that they'd previously seen if they sort of shifted practitioners. But I was also a little bit scared of what other industry professionals would think about it. Um, I don't know why there is this fear of what other professionals think of you. Um, maybe you are thinking, what? What are you talking about? I'm not worried about that. But um, I definitely struggled with that uh, fear of judgment from other professionals in the industry. So I was really quite nervous. I never really wanted to step outside those norms for a really long time. I didn't want to raise my prices. I was really worried about like choosing different hours. I didn't want to work those like longer hours, weekend work, later nights, um, 
I didn't want to say no to those clinical populations that I didn't really enjoy working with. And I honestly just wasn't super happy with my career at the time. Now, please don't get me wrong here. I enjoyed it. I really did love helping people, but I was never truly satisfied personally. I remember one day, this is like a bit of a flashback, but had a conversation with one of the strength and conditioning coaches that I worked with at um, the gym in Sydney about pricing your service and how do you know what to charge? Now, this was also very early on in my career. If you haven't already listened to my career journey, you can go back to like episode one or episode two, I think it is on this um, and hear about this is when I was in the gym. I was I didn't really understand business numbers at this point. I didn't really know what that even meant or how important that actually was in terms of determining what your price even was. But he actually told me that one day he was charging $85 a session for personal training. And he decided that he wanted to do this like little experiment to see how much people would actually pay. So the very next day he had had this client who was inquiring and he did like a little intro free consult where it was more like a um like let's just chat see what you're looking for I'll tell you what I offer and then if you like it we can join and he told them at that interview that it was going to be $150 per session so he went from one day charging $85 to the very next day upping the price to $150 and the client didn't even bat an eyelid did not care one bit was like yep cool no worries this is this at the time blew my mind. I said, mate, you can't just jack your price up that much overnight. And he said, why not? And I literally was like, oh yeah, why not? <laughs> like, I don't know why you just can't. It's the rules, isn't it? Anyway, I said, won't you have to like tell all of your other clients the price has changed and like give them notice and then they can decide whether they still train with you. And he said, nah, I'll just see how many people will pay this. And then the old clients can just stay on the old fees and eventually I'll just change it down the track, but they'll probably filter out by then. And if everyone thinks that 150 bucks is too high and they say no, then I'll just drop it down. And I was like, what? Mate, you're a nut job. Like, how do you run a business like, like that? And I mean, like, I mean, like realistically now I'm like a very successful business would do that, but it just blew my mind. And this has been something that has stuck with me since that conversation, like, not entirely stuck with me because like, obviously I'm not doing that and I'm not ballsy enough to change my prices that drastically to be quite honest, but just being able to change whatever you want, whenever you want to, and not having to have an explanation for it. Like that in itself was just like, wow, you don't even need an excuse. Like I was always under the assumption, like, okay, I'll change my price at end of financial year because that gives me a reason to tell them why my price is increasing. Like, you know, inflation, new financial year. I'm like, he just, upped and changed it the next day like didn't even care I was like mate I need some of that like give me some of that courage anyway over time I have basically adopted this mentality of um maybe not as drastic I'm definitely nowhere near ballsy enough to do that but I've just dabbled in like switching up the way I do things to see what works very slowly, one little thing at a time. Uh for example I haven't always run the clinic as a 12-week commitment from clients. Um, I have previously just had, you know, anyone sign up with whatever they want to do. And even with the 12 week program, previously I've had it as a rolling program where you can just join in whenever you want to, whenever you feel like it fits with you. And it's only recently that I've actually decided to block this into intakes and not take on any new clients once that 12 week block has actually started. 
So we'll see how that goes. Um, but it really has just been as simple as making a decision and then doing it. Like that was it. All you had to do was go, I'm going to do this. And then you do it. It was like, it always seemed so much harder in my head to actually make these decisions or follow through with them. Um, the business course I am actually doing at the moment is like the pinnacle of this. And it's all about designing a business that really does fit in with what you actually want. Even deciding on how long you want to work with someone for and not just having like a, oh, well, it has to fit into this. But like it has opened my eyes. There are people out there like business owners or people who work for themselves, sole traders, whatever you want to call them, who get bored way too quickly. And the thought of having a client that is with them for six to 12 months is actually something that's quite like anxiety driven for them. And having people for a shorter amount of time where they're like, you know, see them in and out a couple of times, maybe a couple of months, and then sending them on their way is actually something that really meets their needs in terms of like connecting with people. Whereas other people need long-term connection with clients they really like that they really want that and having like you know two months worth of sessions or even just two sessions from an EPC plan for example with a client would be completely pointless for them they don't like it they don't want to do it and it doesn't actually meet their needs of developing rapport and connection with their clients so like this just really goes to show that like if you're trying to do a business that's or a service that is fitting to someone else's needs you're probably not going to really like it because it's not what you really want and what you really need to feel satisfied in your work. So that's something that's really struck out to me in the last couple of months or this last month really doing the, the business course is like, I'm really doing this because old mate down the road is doing it and they're successful. Like, do I really like it? I don't know. So diving into the each nitty gritty part of my business at the moment has been really interesting. But um, as I've become a little bit more courageous in business, <laughs> now I do take on this approach of like the experimental side and um, really using it to refine what I do and um, not following the rules like you think that you actually have to follow. So just like, you know, dabbling in whatever I think I might like to try and just seeing how it goes. And if it doesn't work, well, then I stop doing it and don't do it again. I guess this is like probably a little bit hard if you actually do work for someone else. But if your boss is open to trying new things, if you see something that isn't quite working or you have a new way of doing it or a new idea, or even if it, you know, maybe it doesn't actually fit with the norms of your industry or maybe even the norms of their business model, it might actually still be worth chatting to them about it, especially if they are someone that's open to this. I personally would love a second brain in my business to like come up with ideas and brainstorm with me about a different approach to things that I might not be seeing because I would personally see this as very valuable input into my business and would love it. So if you're a bit concerned about it, think about it from my perspective or whether or not your boss might be someone similar because Sometimes you need a creative break from your brain and I would love for someone to go, hey, how about you try this? And it's just something I've never thought about. Um, and I would be happy to like consider things and switch it up a bit. So maybe your boss is too. But if you work for yourself and you aren't truly happy with how you are offering your service or whether it is actually fulfilling your personal needs, I really encourage you to dabble in some things that you might be thinking is a little bit silly or not typical of your industry. Uh, maybe it just feels like, oh, I don't know whether that would really fit. Um, there are so many ways that you can do business and there really are no rules. We spend so much of our life working and I really believe that it should feel so awesome and satisfy more needs 
than just finances, which I feel like most of the time it can end up being if you sort of lose that touch with all the other things that you find satisfactory in your work. So, um, yeah, I really think that I really do believe that. Anyway, a bit of a random topic today, but I am super passionate about creating a lifestyle and a career that you really love and shifting my own perspective on the rules in terms of business um, and what I'm able to do really did change how I felt about my own work. And if one person listens to this and changes that for themselves, then that's all that really matters to me. <laughs> so anyway, I hope you uh, enjoyed that. And if you're still listening here, I really appreciate you so very much. Thank you for being part of this community. I'm loving the community that is building between the Instagram, social media, and the post- podcast itself. It's really awesome. Something that I wish I had a really long time ago. So looking forward to continuing to grow this. Um, If you aren't already, make sure you do head over to my Instagram. Give me a bit of a follow at School of Women's Health if you're not already over there. Or if you'd like to follow what I do with my one-on-one clients, it's at her.exercise.physiology. I think there's dots. Gosh, that's so bad. I can't even remember. One of the two. If there's no dots and you can't find me, then put dots in there. Um, Anyway, I'll be back in a fortnight, hopefully. (laughs) I'm not late for the next one, uh, for the next episode. Don't forget to share, like, subscribe, leave a review if you want to leave a review. But otherwise, um, enjoy the rest of your day, whatever that might be for you or what that might look like. Anyway, catch you in the next one. Bye.